0: Jump into the Wayback Machine and go back to the '80s. I am your host, Golden Jay, and with me always Frankie Vegas. What's up? <laughs> and we are here to take you back, back to one of the greatest decades ever. So let's
1: begin. What's up, my man? Hey, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot.
0: Gotta keep that microphone in front of your face. <laughs> I'm liking it front
1: on my face. Make me nervous.
0: As well it should. <laughs> so what's been happening? Anything uh,
1: exciting? Yeah, well, it's been kind of, you well, know, it's been a week, you know. <laughs> you know, I had some tragedy happen. My cousin committed suicide. And oh, damn, man. I did yeah, not know he, that. I'm sorry. No, it, it's fine. Yeah, he, he battled years with alcoholism and depression, and you mix the two, it doesn't
0: no it does not go well no just... i've uh, i've lost a couple friends not to not necessarily suicide but definitely to alcoholism and depression and yeah. and just uh yeah just giving up just yeah. just calling it quits and yeah. and uh moving on to the next to the next life and yeah. dude so sorry I, yeah. i'm really sorry to hear that
1: yeah it, you know i'm just like you know kind of a public service message if you're feeling low like that call me i will talk to you there you go um, i don't care if it's three o'clock in the morning i'd rather get that call than the call that you passed away right well hey and if you can't get
0: a hold of him call me i'll talk mm-hmm. to you i don't know what i'll say but
1: yeah yeah
0: anything's got to be better than what's going through your head at that moment. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. That's yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. suicide's a tough, uh, is definitely a tough road. And, and I, me personally, I, I, I've never been in that situation where I'm so down that, that, that is a, that is a consideration. And, yeah. and I know that, uh, obviously people get there and, and it's, it's horrible. and, if you don't want to talk to me or Brandon, please talk to somebody. Yeah, talk to you somebody. <laughs> a lot of people out there will give their time. All you got to do is make the phone call. Yep, you absolutely. Know, don't be shy about making that phone call. No. no. I'll make you laugh. I'll tell you bad dad jokes. Bad dad jokes. There yeah. you
1: go. There you go. Yeah. Hey, Jeremy's a funny guy, so...
0: Did I tell you I put a Mexican restaurant on speed dial?
1: No, you yeah, did not.
0: I did. In queso emergency. In queso emergency. There you go. <laughs> see, they're bad, bad. There bad, you go. Bad, bad dad jokes. I'll tell them. I'll tell them to you all day. Yeah, man. There you go. <laughs> Maybe that won't help. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> okay. Let's see. What else has happened this week? I've had a lot. Uh, uh, my daughter's got a lump on her breast, so she got to have a mammogram. Um, LSC closing, which put my son-in-law out of a job. So now I'm worried about my daughter, my other daughter, and her kids, you know, my grandkids. So it's just been a fun week for me. <laughs>
0: yeah, this is the man who is ready for the weekend right here. Yeah, just to, absolutely. Uh, just to show, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I heard that LS, L- LSC was going out, and I, I read the article online. I I just read the headline. I didn't really read the article. Mm-hmm. And uh the rocker chicks said mentioned it to me last night and I was like what is that exactly? I was thinking it was up north of Warsaw and she's like, mm-hmm. No, that's the old R R. Donnelly's. Yeah. And I guess and don't get me wrong, man, I feel for what, five hundred yeah, plus five hundred people losing yeah. their job. Um but I mean it the kind of the, the writing's kind of been on the wall as far as what they've done. For years, I mean, they were the yellow pages, the phone book, you know, the big thick phone book for mm-hmm. for my whole life growing up. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, with the digital age, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of like, oh, yeah, this is this is going to happen eventually. So, mm, yeah. And here we are with it, I guess. But you? you just got to work through that and those extra noises that you hear. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so I didn't realize your son in law worked up there. Yeah, sorry,
1: yeah. But... He was a uh whatever oppressed operator. I don't know what the I don't know what they do there. Well is it
0: mm-hmm. um is he gonna have uh, do you think he has a good chance of dropping into something else then or?
1: uh he got an interview at some place in Bremen, so nice. he said he's not gonna have to take a pay cut if he gets that
0: job. That is so. a beautiful thing. Yeah. That is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh you know, if that doesn't work out, I'm sure uh Bobby yeah. might have. Uh, uh, there might be some openings up in that area. Up oh, there, there you go. Up, up, there you up front go. line. So uh, you know, it's just golden
1: some, image hiring. Unfortunately, not. <laughs> well, I mean, we're
0: always hiring, but we don't pay. That's the problem. <laughs> we don't make any money to pay any money, uh, and, and that's that's a beautiful thing to bring up. Uh, you know <laughs> that uh, we do. We don't make any money, and all of these podcasts. From the Call Guys to Golden Image to Two Stop, um Court of Books and Booze, Mert Nerds, Indiana Chiefs fans. Everybody donates their time to do this. Including yeah. Brandon, who yeah. donates donates his time to come up and sit here with me and talk about eighties stuff yeah. that he we, we this know is and fun. love. <laughs> it's fun.
1: I love it. Gets me out of the house.
0: Yeah, see that? Mm-hmm. Get into the studio. Mm-hmm.
1: Becoming my happy place. That, that <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, it's, it's mine too most of the time.
0: <laughs> there are days when it's not my happy place, <laughs> like when I was installing that new monitor for uh, <laughs> for later tonight. If you, if you didn't know, we, we'll be on an episode of The Call Guys, which is already aired by the time this comes out. So go back a couple weeks um, and check out The Call Guys with... The golden 80s. Yeah, it's really Mm going to throw the Call Guys listeners off when the Emperor is on two weeks in a row. (laughs) 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 People will be like, we're sick of that, dude. What the fuck? Get him off
1: off the Call Guys.
0: Get him off there.
1: (laughs) Uh,
0: An amazing uh, Call Guys episode, the the reunion tour where we talked about Blink-182. That was so good, man. That was probably one of my favorite episodes of the Call Guys that I've done. It was just a great, great set down and chat about that concert that we went to, the four of us. and So you get a chance, you know, check out, just go listen to the call guys, man. They're they're yeah. fucking amazing. They yeah. do great things. So listen
1: to, listen to all of them, man. They're all awesome. <laughs> Every one of them.
0: Brandon was just talking to me about my uh, Golden Odyssey uh, interview, interesting people doing interesting things with Josh Ortiz. Oh, yeah. Which just come out uh, this uh, just recently. Man, I enjoyed, I, I've done... I've done like six of those interviews so far and man, there ain't one of them that I didn't enjoy doing <laughs> the, the, People, people love to come in and talk about what they love to do. And, and that's what it was all about. And, and, you know, Julie Morgan, the, the real estate agent from uh, Fort Myers was brilliant. You know? Um, yes. Uh, Josh was great. Uh, I got a couple more that I've already recorded that is still yet to come out. Um, Ryan Hahn from hometown, um, trucking and, uh, Chuck Josie, the CFO of Lutheran health network for, uh, for Lutheran cassiasco Just fun to sit down. Chuck talking about Spain was, makes me want to get a passport and go to Spain. That's all I'm saying. So, <laughs> and is like, I don't want to don't go to Spain. No, it, it sounded Amazing. They were in some little village on the ocean, and then yeah, it sounded pretty. It sounded pretty remarkable.
1: <laughs> yeah, you lost me at village. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you want to go to the village?
0: You never know, man. You milk a goat, you know, oh, have some cheese.
1: Hell no. <laughs> kill I your don't own, like cheese. supper.
0: You never had goat cheese? No, oh, really?
1: I eat, I eat cheese on pizza, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Get that stuff away from me. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah. Well speaking of uh pizza, I ended up getting a uh um it's funny because I ended up getting a pizza last night from Pizza King and ran into uh Jeremy Yost, uh, who me and Josh Ortiz were talking about on that mm-hmm. on that podcast and it was like the Skywalker had called and said he saw him that night and then the rocker chick's like, I want pizza and this is what I want and so I didn't think he'd still be there but he was still working so I got a chance of to run into him. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen him in years and it was it was pretty awesome to kind of catch up with him in in those few minutes of just kind of hanging out there but cuz you know Pizza King's a busy place.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, it's the best pizza in Warsaw, I oh, god, in anywhere else there's the Pizza King.
0: There is a lot of them floating around and you know like Muncie has one yeah. and uh um I think North Webster has one and yeah. they're 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 everywhere.
1: Yeah, and but you could, you you can order from their main like website yeah. and they'll send it to you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, frozen and you can bake it at home. Yeah. I I, I haven't that. done that yet, but I'd like to.
0: I gotta try it too. I've been I've been talking about doing it for years and just never <laughs> pulled the trigger for some weird reason. But yeah. um yeah, the Pizza King man, if if you're in northern Indiana, yeah, that's our pick for a good pizza.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. So how was your week, Jeremy? Um, we know mine was crappy. Yours
0: was, mine was <laughs> mine was definitely better than yours, but uh, you know we're still. I'm still dealing with a lot of work stuff and broken computers, and you know just stuff that uh, that uh, you know I need to get through. But it's really cool that, um, and I hope that I hope that our listeners uh, for the Golden Eighties will do the same. So it is TheGoldenImage80s at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. We would love to hear from you. Oh, please. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Tell us we're stupid. Tell us we're great. Uh-huh. Whatever you want to do. But... Uh, tell us what you want to hear. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. Tell us what you... Well, you guys didn't cover this. Why is that? You missed this in the 80s. Yeah. Um, we've been getting a lot of emails for United States Paranormal. Cool. And, uh, and we got some from a girl who was... Do you listen to the United States Paranormal? I know you listen to a lot of the Golden Mojo podcast. I don't know if you listen to all of them.
1: Yeah, I listen to All right. I'm halfway through this week's episode. Nice. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. We we did a Waverly Hills uh, episode. Yeah. Way back, Mm -hmm. like about a year ago. But uh, somebody was catching up, and she she emailed us, and then she emailed me pictures from her um, visit to Waverly. Oh. And... There were some pretty amazing photos. She has a uh, picture of the little boy, Timmy, the Uh one that plays the ball up there. Yeah, Yeah, she's got a picture which looks like a child apparition peeking around the corner.
1: Oh, jeez. It's pretty pretty amazing.
0: I was like, is that Timmy? She goes, absolutely. And I'm like, oh, that is brilliant.
1: I don't need no ghost, man. Timmy can fuck right (laughs) now. (laughs)
0: <laughs> timmy's timmy's a good ghost he plays yeah. ball with you and he likes to have fun and
1: yeah. <laughs> <Nope>.
0: <laughs> we uh what was the episode we just did where we were talking about oh the the bell the bell hop for yeah. the for mm-hmm. the bath hotel where he comes and helps you <laughs> unlock the door how does that fucking even happen I don't <laughs> even know how does mm-hmm. the ghost unlock the fucking hotel door and open it? I, you, I gotta know these things, man. I want to go there just so I can try to meet him.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: I'm thinking that would be pretty, pretty, pretty tight.
1: I would be, I would be <laughs> scared to death if the door opened on its own. So, oh my gosh,
0: I'd be scared to death just walking up to the door. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, you know, I'd be a little uh, wheezy in my stomach, but I'd still walk through the door just because. Damn it, I'm gonna do it.
1: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> You got a question of the week for me this week? I do. I do. Um, I was thinking, you know, something that me and my friend did. I don't know if Jeremy's friend did. But we used to sit there and put together, if we were going to put together an all-star band, who would be our all-star band? We got, you know, your drummer, (laughs) your your lead guitarist, your Mm -hmm. rhythm guitarist, your bassist, and your lead singer. Hmm. So Jeremy... Who would yours be? Okay,
0: this is an off-the-top-of-the-head thing Yeah, here.
1: And yours is going to be different than mine, because mine is just who I like. You know music, so you're going to know who's a good player, who's the best, who's going to gel together. <laughs> right,
0: right, right. I don't know that. I think I'd probably just go with my favorites. And obviously, um, you know, my drummer would be Bobby Rock, who was the drummer for Vinnie Vincent's Invasion. Um, then went on to play with Nelson the the nelson boys Mm -hmm. and is currently touring with lita ford right now okay um that would be my drummer uh you know you got to have two guitar players so uh you know can they be dead or alive i mean they have to be dead or they have to be alive
1: well no it's just 80 from the 80s you know
0: okay you're a
1: promoter in the 80s you got the power to put them together
0: okay Damn. From and it's got to be 80s. You good. can't
1: say, because everybody couldn't say Eddie Van Halen for the guitar, but he was established in the 70s, you know.
0: True, true. So you got to go eighty. People true. who made their... Well, uh, you know, one of them would have to be Randy Rose. Oh. Randy Rose, March 19th, 1982, the passing of. Yeah. Um, he did amazing things up until that point, and probably would have been the greatest guitar player to ever walk the face of the earth. Oh, easily. Yeah. Um, who would I have for my second guitar player? Um uh you know, I guess Vinny Vincent. I guess I'd want Vinny Vincent even though he'd have to leave his ego at the door. So I got Randy and <laughs> Vinny back and forth. Oh fuck me, that would be amazing. Uh bass, who would I put on bass? Um That's that's a little tougher because I'm not really a, a giant bass guy, but I mean Um I guess uh, Jeff Pilson from Dawkins would be right up there. That guy's pretty amazing. He falls into that, you know, 80s rock. Mm-hmm. But Do I have to have a lead vocalist?
1: Yes. I said vocalist.
0: All right, I think. Singer. Um, who would I? Um, Mark Slaughter. Mark Slaughter? Mark Slaughter. Does that fall in the 80s? Because he wasn't with Vinnie Vincent in the yeah. In the eighties, that one could like. I mean, that could jump around on that singer thing quite yeah, a bit. You know, it could go have, different directions.
1: Was he in the seventies? I don't know. I don't think he was in the seventies. Yeah, as, as think long as they were in the, the yeah. themselves in the eighties. Yeah. That I, was my yeah.
0: But they went on to do uh, the band Slaughter with yeah. uh, Dana Strum and yeah, all that and, uh, glass and yeah, yeah. So there you go. There's yeah. there's my lineup. That's really quick off the top of my head. Yeah. All right. Let okay. me have it. What do you got? All
1: right. And I'm gonna have you critique it after okay. I do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <because I'm>... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, for my drummer. Uh-huh. Like I said, I'm just going by who I like yeah. and my favorites. Yeah. Uh Tommy Lee. Alright. That's gonna be my drummer. Yep. Uh my bass guitarist is gonna be Bobby Dahl from Poison. Okay. Uh my lead guitarist. Oh, I would I had two of them and I had to kind of go back and forth. So I it was between Oz Fox and Flash and I'm going to take Flash. Okay. Just because you've kind of seen what he'd done in different you know, with Michael Jackson and Oh whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean he's a, he's brilliant. Yeah. Um
0: Oz Fox, Oz Fox was from Striper. Striper, yeah. yeah. I tell you, I met him. Yeah, I think he did one time, yeah. <laughs> nice guy. Yeah. Super nice guy. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sure if I could have pulled him aside, we would have taught guitars for hours.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he's like, he kept looking over, he's talking to me, and he's like, you could tell he wanted to keep going, but he was like, "Listen, uh, you know, just go, go to my website, and there's all that stuff is there that you that you're asking right now." He kept looking back at the big long line behind me, like, "You've got to move on, or we're gonna be here all day." <laughs> <laughs> Michael Sweet would be another good lead singer, too. You
1: yeah. like those high... Oh, man, yeah. Well, we're thinking, talking in the 80s, man. That man. was the thing. Okay, well, wait till you hear my lead singer Okay. Is. Okay, and then my... <laughs> Tracy rip- Chapman. No, Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, fast car, man. <laughs> um, no. Um, and my second guitar, Izzy Stradlin from Guns N' Roses.
0: Okay, yep. Solid, solid, solid rhythm guitar player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I loved
1: know, I loved his band after Guns and Roses. Yep, the Juju
0: Hounds. Mm-hmm.
1: I love them, man. I love mm-hmm. that album. Um, and my lead singer, mm-hmm. Tom Keeper from Cinderella.
0: I did think about Tom Keeper. Tom Tom was uh, Tom was pretty amazing, uh, being able to kind of go between those two different styles that he had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, was it Heartbreak Station? And even Nobody's Fool, where you would start off with the kind of that lower range yeah. and then boost up into that yeah. '80s '80s sound. Yeah, was. I just thought was he amazing. was
1: all, He's just awesome.
0: But I mean, yeah, that's that falls in line with Michael Sweet yeah. for sure. You know, and even even Mark Slaughter would, did the same thing. I mean, we are kind of like on that same path for a lead singer. You've got that guy that can hit that hit that uh, high squealy raspy sound I could never get there I, oh. I never had a voice that would get me there but no. um, uh, I don't um, and I know you like Tommy Lee and everybody loves Tommy Lee uh, I don't know that Tommy Lee was and this is just my personal opinion because you said critique Yeah, I don't know that Tommy Lee was that great of a drummer um, he was solid he was you know he was. his timing was good but as far as like anything that was overly spectacular with him, it's as much as I absolutely fucking love Dave Gruel, mm. I don't think Dave Grohl was that great of a drummer. He was good. Yeah. But I mean, he didn't have anything that was spectac- spectacular. Um, mm-hmm. the uh, uh, Portnoy, um, I can't think of his first name. Mike Portnoy. Oh, okay. Um, from Dream Theater. Dream theater. Now, the, I mean, honestly, you know what? You want your '80s band? Just Dream Theater. <laughs> There's okay, talent yeah, yeah. coming out the <laughs> ass there, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, Portnoy just—I mean—just seems to have that that thing about being a drummer, and I, it's the same thing with Travis Barker. I love Travis Barker. I think Travis Barker is a solid drummer, and I think he's a better drummer in Blink One Eight Two than is he he isn't any other project that he does because it just seems like he's going to like phoning it in. And that's kind of what I felt about Tommy back in the day. He just kind of felt like he was phoning. Okay. It in well, and...
1: let me ask you this. Had he not been fucked up on drugs and drunk all the time, do you think he would have been better?
0: Um, yes, yes. I absolutely think he, if he would have, uh, maintained and practiced instead of just being the party guy and just mm-hmm. going and doing the party thing, I think, uh, that probably would have made a big difference.
1: Yeah. But I mean, he kind of sold me when he was like bending upside down in that cur- contraption and still playing. I'm like, that's awesome. My thing mm-hmm. was is
0: I and I missed that one because that was a theater of pain tour. I didn't go to that one, but I was at the next the next tour, which was the Doctor Feelgood tour. Yeah. And his next big thing was is he went up in the Raptors and he had a drum set and it came out over top of the crowd. Okay, and he fucking played like. ACDC back in black Uh, and he just played like these hit songs and I'm just like this is the guy that last tour you know was spun around now you're up here playing and it just it just didn't do it for me I I respect Tommy Lee uh, and I know a lot of people love him I do love Tommy Lee Mm -hmm. I love the whole atmosphere of Motley Crue.
1: Motley Crue, from what I've understood, I've not seen them live in concert. But the thing that I've heard, they're just not that good. I mean, Vince, I did hear Vince say, what is it, the draft, at the NFL draft this year they played. He sounded absolutely terrible. The the Mm -hmm. young...
0: Doctor Feel Good, Girls, Girls, Girls. No, it was Girls, Girls, Girls that came yeah. after theater. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. Uh Girls, 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 Doctor Feel Good, and I don't even know what came after that. Those were well, I mean, even Back backup, even Too Fast for Love yeah. and you know, uh, Shout at the Devil. Those were his good years. Yeah. And I was fortunate enough to see him Girls, Girls, Girls and Doctor Feel Good. I also was unfortunate enough to see him a couple times after those years. Oh. And yeah, he, he spent more time letting the crowd sing for him than he actually did uh, doing his own singing. Oh, well, that might uh, be but, better. Um, yeah, it was, <laughs> but so I seen, I seen him on, I don't even remember what the name, name of the tour was. Um, but Tommy had left and, they had gotten the uh, girl drummer from the band hole. Okay. And it was her first night with them. And I have super amounts of respect for her because she went out there and she fucked things up. She had this and that was wrong, but she just powered through it and she did an amazing job. And the guys, you know, just, you know, cheered her on and, and they knew the things were not, were not perfect. And, and hopefully, she you know by the time that tour was over, she was she had it nailed down. But um, yeah, Vince Neil is is not the singer that he once was, and you know it's sad because he was a great singer back in the day. And what's sad is he needs to learn to stop and not do it anymore because yeah. he sh- he should know that he's he's not a great singer now. Yeah,
1: I well I think Motley Crue as a whole should just stop. They've got so many problems. Well, right you know,
0: Mick just retired. Basically, he said, "Hey, I can't do this anymore." And you got to that dude. I mean, you know, the disease he has that if you would run into him, it, w- it would feel like his bones were shattering inside mm-hmm. of his body. And yeah. and uh, you know, and he toured for a long time after having that uh, diagnosis. And mm-hmm. you got to give it to him, man. He could still play a mean ass oh, yeah. guitar, but yeah. Yeah, it's time to hang it up. It's time yeah. to it's time to put the Motley Crew uh logo to bed and yes. and just call it good. Totally agree. Yeah, they've given us a lot of good stuff, especially back in the 80s. Yeah, some of the best shit ever mm-hmm. came out with them in the 80s. Agreed. Um, uh Izzy, I love Izzy. I love Slash to an extent. Uh I I seen Slash uh with Miles Kennedy at Sweetwater Pavilion. Mm-hmm. Um Miles Kennedy hands down One of the best singers in the business, period. Uh, If you ever get a chance to see him or watch him on YouTube, fuck yeah, that dude is amazing. But Slash overindulged it a little bit. You know, it was kind of like, give me Slash, but don't over give me Slash. And that's kind of what he did. It was like, you know, we're doing 20 minute guitar solos and it's like, come on, man. More Miles. Give me more Miles Kennedy. Yeah. (laughs) You
1: know, I'm trying to figure out, you know, Flash. I, I'm sure most people know that he auditioned to play for Poison, and I just cannot see that,
0: you know. Well, I mean, you gotta think back in the day before, that was long before Guns N' Roses was a thing. Oh, yeah. You know, he's just looking for a gig, and, you know, they put the ad out in the paper. Because back then, that's what they did. They had the circular that yeah. was going around Hollywood that, oh, yeah. you know, guitar player needed. I bet there was probably 20 of those in the, in that uh, in that flyer that – he probably went and auditioned for
1: Oh, probably, probably. So, um,
0: what did Slash take over for uh, Tracy Guns, or was that Izzy? Because Izzy went with was was friends with Axel long before Guns N' Roses happened, right? Yeah,
1: I think Didn't they take the yeah, bus out t- together, I, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah, because they were both from Indiana. Yeah, um, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, Slash took over for Tracy Guns. Right on, yeah. I believe that was how that happened. There's another
0: great band of the 80s, L.A. Guns. L.A. Guns. I saw them open for ACDC. Yeah, I did
1: too. Yeah, we talked about that. In Fort Wayne, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. I wish I could go back to that for another reason, cause I said I'd love to go back to that concert, first concert, because I didn't have appreciation for L.A. Guns then. hmm Now I do. Right. And I would love to re-see them again. Right, you know? right. That lineup, you
0: know. Well, I think they were, I think um, the original lead singer and Tracy Guns actually made up and they oh, were, they, they were. Uh, that Phil Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. I couldn't yeah. think of her on top of my head, but yeah, I think they made up and we're going back on a tour together. So you may get a chance to actually see them together.
1: I can't afford concert tickets. No <laughs> <day>. Every <laughs> once in a blue moon, my wife will let me buy one. Like Kid no, Rock.
0: You definitely <laughs> didn't want to pay the price I paid for Blink-182. Oh, hell. <laughs>
1: You know, I paid almost 70 bucks for Kid Rock, you know, and I'm like, what the hell am I thinking?
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's You know, listen, I, I get it. I understand it. Bills to pay, responsibilities, 100%. Unfortunately, every once in a while, you have to treat yourself and do something that you don't necessarily uh, think you should do because if you don't, then... You'll have regrets for starters. Oh, I, yeah. aggr-
1: I agree wholeheartedly with that. Would you please tell my wife that? <laughs> I would appreciate it. I'd be
0: happy to tell her mm-hmm. or just have her listen to this episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> tell Jeremy to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yep, you. You're not allowed to go over there anymore. <laughs> you can't play with Jeremy no
0: more. <laughs> He's a bad influence. <laughs> Oh shit! Okay,
1: well, I think Jeremy, we need to get on to the topic. Yeah, we probably
0: should. We've been uh, we've been kind of going on about hey, but it's been all about the eighties. We can
1: make the I don't know. We can't call it a chiller filler. (laughs) Well, we could. But um, what was
0: popular in the eighties? This is our push pop episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Um,
0: Yeah, let's get into today's topic. Oh, uh, do you want to talk? I gotta wait, I have an intro. Oh. Are you ready? I have
1: yeah. a, I
0: have an intro. This is it's a on tough my one. <laughs> handy dandy notebook here.
1: This is a tough one, guys. This, this is a tough one.
0: All right. L- let me read you my opening. Here we go. On January twenty eighth, nineteen eighty six, the space shuttle challenger broke apart seventy-three seconds into its flight killing all seven crew members aboard This happened at 11:39 a.m. Eastern off the coast coast of Cape Canaveral, Florida. It was the first fatal accident involving an American spacecraft while in flight. The crew who were announced on January 27th of 1985 were commanded by Dick Scobie, pilot Michael Smith, mission specialist Elson. I knew I was gonna mess oh, this. Yeah, I can. Anasaka. Yeah. Judith Resnick, Ronald McNair, payload specialist Gregory Jarvis, and teacher Krista.
1: Oh, man. McAuliffe.
0: McAuliffe. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I actually went back and and uh, listened to those names, and I thought I had them, and I apologize, everybody, because mm-hmm. they're, yeah, they're they're a little tough, but a couple of those are kind of tough.
1: Yeah.
0: Onazuka. Onazuka. Ona, uh, yeah.
1: Judith Resnick sounds like she should be in a punk band. Dude, Resnick, I <laughs> thought, is, was she <laughs> some sort of relation to uh,
0: the lead singer with Nine Inch Nails, right? Nine Inch Nails. Right? Nails. Yeah. I, I I doubt that if she was, but you never know. Yeah, yeah. So listen. Um this this I have a question for you at the end. Okay. Um I probably should have wrote it down. I'm actually gonna jot it down while we're still sitting there talking. All right. Um this was a pivotal a pivotal moment in NASA history. Yes it's interesting to me to go back as i did some of the research on this to think about all the space shuttles that went up before and then how long that they had to pause while they fixed what was wrong and then the space shuttles that went up after and then the they just closed it up you know what i'm saying
1: yeah Yep. Yeah, it. Yeah, this one, I mean, just all the stuff, you know, all the stuff I was reading, and it's just like, there's a lot of big words I don't understand, and numbers and letters, and I'm like, okay, I don't know what any of this means.
0: <laughs> but it sounds pretty. It's almost like you got to be a rocket scientist. Yeah, to understand almost,
1: that. yes.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, so on that fateful day in January of 1986, um, Krista was part of the Teachers um, teachers in Space yeah, program, and she was picked out of thousands.
1: Uh, I think it's like 10,000. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know
0: the exact number. I just knew it was thousands. To actually go on this mission, and then she trained for, uh, but they trained for a couple of years, I do believe.
1: I think, yeah, I yeah. Well, she—I don't think she trained as long because I think they changed it after the um, when they started a different program. It was still kind of the same thing, but it was called something different with teachers where they had to actually become an actual astronaut. They had to do all the all, all the, the training. training. I don't think she did. She just had to do a little bit to learn how to be a payload specialist. Right on. Yeah. yeah. There were more than 11,000 applicants for the teacher in space. Do you,
0: do you think that the 10,999 of them that didn't get picked – we sitting there watching that when it happened and just had that sigh of relief.
1: Well, you'd have to. I, you would have to be like, Oh my god, I'm so glad I didn't get picked.
0: That could have been me.
1: You know, yeah. You know, you, you had to. I mean it's just human nature.
0: Yeah. You know, I mean Do you think I would have Do you think they applied for the next
1: one? Uh yeah, because <laughs> the next one that got on uh-huh. with the backup to Krista McAuliffe. Really? Yes.
0: Oh wow. I did not know that. Yeah. Huh? When did when did they launch that one?
1: That one. Oh, see. <laughs> if uh, Guy <laughs> <if> Walker <laughs> wouldn't have failed me, I <laughs> would have my notes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I I'm like going off crap notes. I can't hardly read my writing, and so I don't have that one in front of me.
0: All right, that's fair. I'll let you. I'll let you go on that one. Um. So what happened was is uh. 73 seconds into this launch the O-rings in the two rockets actually failed causing the fuel to get mixed with the burn yes which in turn then exploded the rockets yes and the shuttle and all that stuff now I don't know about you guys uh the thought of the thought of that brings me back to the the uh, moment of Armageddon when Steve Buscemi says something about how do you feel about so many gallons of rocket fuel blasting your ass into space yeah. taken by the lowest Bitter, bidder yeah. and built by the lowest Bitter, bidder yeah which I mean that's you know when you think about think about that that whole rocket and the fuel system and all that has got to be yeah. got to be uh, pretty uh, yeah. intense but. So the O-rings went out on this. And from my research, and I'm sure you've done the same research, they were warning NASA months in advance about these O-rings that they were actually concerned about it because, and I'll read you, I'll read you what I highlighted in, in this um The air temperature was forecast to drop to 18 degrees Fahrenheit, which is negative 8 Celsius overnight before rising to 22 or negative 6 degrees Celsius at 6 a.m. and 26 Fahrenheit, negative 3 Celsius at the scheduled launch time of 938. Based upon O-ring erosion that had occurred in warmer launches, engineers were concerned over the effect the record cold temperatures would have on the seals provided by the SRB O-rings for the launch. So what they're saying is is that temperatures in Florida were fucking cold. Yeah. Which, you know never happens in florida <laughs> yeah. unless it's i don't know january right. yeah. come on there you yeah. go so these engineers are actually concerned and they're they're calling nasa and telling them hey, listen we're not sure about this we we're not sure but there had already been so many delays in this launch they decided that the it was worth the risk
1: yeah uh, one of the things i heard That was, it wasn't really, I don't think it was ever brought up, proven factual, but they wanted, they were forcing the launch because the president wanted to mention it because that same night was going to be the State of the Union address Ronald Reagan Mm -hmm. was going to do, and he wanted the. Challenger to be up so he could
0: talk about it. He needed so, he needed a, he needed filler is what you're trying to say.
1: I, I guess. I, <laughs> so they kind of, to what they say, they forced it because of that.
0: Oh, they 100% forced it because I can't even imagine uh,
1: that they would think that that was a logical thing to do. Well, no, because I, I, I'm trying to find it here since I don't have my notes. Skywalker. <laughs> um, <laughs> that you know um, you're gonna
0: catch all kinds of shit oh, for that. I know, yeah. I know. I know.
1: <laughs> but yeah, we got um, have somebody. One of the guys, they said, were they? You know, one guy was saying, "I'm sorry, I can't. I don't have my names in front of me." Was saying, you know, we don't know if this is safe to do. And then the other guy go, "Well, we don't have data showing that, that it's not right." And to you sir, you can fuck off. Yeah. If there's any chance that it could be a danger, you don't do it. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. That, I
0: mean, that's my thought 100%. I mean, wait, there's a 1% chance that this fucking rocket's going to blow up?
1: Yeah, that's too much.
0: Yeah, it is, because you're talking about seven lives. Yeah. With seven families. Yes.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I just, they're just in the way. If I was making the call, it wouldn't have launched. But I'm not an astrophysicist or even close.
0: But so. I did say at Holiday Inn Express last night. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the disaster resulted in a 32 month hiatus of the space shuttle program President Ronald Reagan created the Rogers Commission to investigate the accident I don't know that I ever heard any more about the Rogers Commission
1: Mm -mm. it
0: It must be a government thing it must have been Hmm. yeah go figure that one peeps um, I don't really, I, I, I didn't really find a lot on, I mean, a, a lot of the information that I, that I ran to was all about the O-rings. Yeah. I mean, that's all they wanted to talk about yeah. was, o, was those yeah. O-rings, but I didn't really find much on, um, on the actual individuals, you know, uh, Dick and Michael, Allison, Judas, R- Ronald, Gregory, yeah. and Krista. Uh, you know, we knew what we knew about Krista, you know, yeah. being in the program and uh, what she have two kids and married I, with two kids. Yes. I think that was what I remember. I believe so. Yes. But as far as like getting in depth into just them, I, I don't really knew much about them. I know that uh, that Dick Scooby it was a long term, you know, military NASA guy. Yeah. He'd been in the program for a long, long time and. Yeah, I mean Um, they
1: were, you know, the guy were just like physicists and engineers, right? Right. Were very smart in the astronaut. I believe Gregory Jarvis was up there for another company um, to do some research and studies. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I read that. What was that? What was that?
1: Uh, He
0: was (laughs) up there for. Okay. He was
1: a payload specialist for Hughes Aircraft.
0: Yes. Yes. That's what it was. Used aircraft. I remember now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So do yeah. that. I mean, the whole mission was to launch a satellite for the whole the Challenger mission. That and to do studies on Haley Comet that was yes. passing the sun.
0: Yeah, it was going to be like the closest it's been to yeah. Earth at that point or something. Yeah. Like it not, I, yeah.
1: It was. Not, but I know it was passing the sun, so they were going to do some studies on that and. Yeah. Well, as we know it didn't happen sadly it's just so sad you know just you're, you're trying to think what to say you know and I deal with stuff with humor so all this humor stuff coming into my head and I'm like okay don't say that don't say <laughs> that don't say that that's not funny <laughs> it,
0: it definitely was it definitely was a tragedy no. I mean there's no doubt I mean did,
1: did you see it were you I I when it happened? Okay, that's
0: that's that's my question. Okay, I that is my it, question. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get into it. Okay. Where were you on that day January 28, 1986 when the the space shuttle blew up?
1: Okay, I I remember I was at home. I had the worst flu I've ever had in my life. Uh, so I was sick laying Laying on the couch, I turned TV on, and that's all was on with the spaceship. Right. So I didn't see it actually as it happened, but, um, you know, i seen all the, you know, the 1,000 times they showed, showed oh, yeah. it happening, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? And me, you know, being the, you know, trying to be positive... I thought, well, it's NASA. You know, they got those guys safe in that compartment. Right. It If I dropped out with the parachute, you know, fell into the ocean, they're fine. They mm-hmm. weren't. No. You know, so I was just like, I, that was kind of me. I'm like, how can NASA not make sure have protocols for this, you know? Right. But, yeah, I was homesick with the flu. And that's, yeah, that's where I was. And I was just like. In all of it, you know, I, you know, never seen anything like that in my life, you know. Yep. So I was just like, "Whoa," you know. And it was a big thing because of uh Krista McCullough, right? Oh yeah, yeah, it was a huge thing going yep. on.
0: Yeah, it, even before the the explosion, the the buildup to it with yeah, her getting yeah. picked and going up, yeah, and, that was a huge, oh, huge, thing. huge, yeah. yeah. So, so where were you? I was in I was in sixth grade at Triton High School or Triton. Elementary. I was in sixth grade, uh, Mr. Roderick's class. My th- for the my... third
1: time. <laughs> no, I'm teething. I'm teething. See, I. It did was with four. Humor. It was for you, <laughs> asshole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, uh, I remember sitting in there, and I, we had a free period. We had a free period or something like that. But my buddy Thad Neff, God rest his soul, had gotten in trouble. Was in the principal's office, and he saw it. Because they had the TV on, watching it in the in the in the principal's office, and I remember him coming back and, and looking at me, going, "You ain't gonna believe what I just saw," and then he told me what happened. Yeah. And of course, you know, then we then you go home and you flip on the news, and like yeah. it was, you know, that was all you, that yeah. was all you. Were. You know,
1: it was like more currently like nine eleven. You know, you just yeah. you once it was on the news, you were just like drawn into it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like. You know, I was at work when that happened, you know, and right. I was listening to it on the radio and I didn't have the gravity of what happened until I actually seen it on TV. And yep. I was like, what the fuck? Yep. I remember mm.
0: I was at work and my buddy Billy, he he came in and it's like, you and I can believe this, uh, an airplane just hit the World Trade Center. And I went back and I in the back room where they had it on one of the TVs and we watched for a little bit. Of course, I had work to do, so I had to get back. But uh, yeah, I think maybe about twenty minutes later is when the second plane hit. And yeah, yeah. once again, this yeah. this space shuttle yeah. Challenger disaster is that moment that we talk about in in a lot of different scenarios. Is no matter where you were, you remember where you were when you heard about this. If yeah. obviously, if you were if you were the, old yeah, enough and you know yeah. to have cognitive memories yeah. of that, but. Yeah, you know, people talk about uh, um, JFK or Martin Luther King. You know, where they knew exactly where they were when they heard the news yeah. of those two of those two deaths, and this is the same thing. Yeah, you know, you just yeah, why that's embedded and how that works. But I remember exactly. Mm-hmm. I remember yep. Thad looking at me with that face of absolute horror, like he couldn't believe what he just saw.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, like I said, it's weird how you remember because I remember. Where I was laying, what I was eating, you right. know, what I was doing, you know, Yep. and it's just like.
0: <laughs> and you talked about the the centrifuge, uh, the the fuel, whatever the thing is called, the yeah. the where they were at. Um, they did find them, and uh, you know, most of them were, they were still in there. They could yeah. they could tell who was who. Um. They did go ahead and finish the the cremation, and they are all buried in Arlington, all next to each other. I think so. No, so, no, they're, they're not. not.
1: No, I they're, thought I read that they were all together. No, they're not. There are. <laughs> don't okay. drop that phone, man. It's all good. Okay, uh, <laughs> they're buried in separate places, but okay. I I just don't want to get morbid and graphic, but body part that couldn't be identified. They're all buried. At a monument, nice. A town, you know. Right on, and you know, like I said, I don't. Want, I hate to get morbid about it, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is, right? And you know, they got all those parts. They buried them. Well,
0: but in in the. In... He's in Arlington. Okay. Yes,
1: because I think he was the only. Was he the only one that was actually military?
0: I don't know because I, like I said, I thought that I had read that you know that Scoby was was there and that they buried the rest of them there. Maybe that's what I read was. Yeah. Is is that they had taken kind of the miscellaneous and and kind of put it on the memorial? Because mm. it's a really nice. I think I saw a picture. Of it's a really nice memorial yeah. there.
1: Yeah, I think I think I seen.
0: I believe in you, man. I believe in you. I think
1: I seen it. Yeah, I think I. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I, oh, okay. you know, it's
0: terrible when you when you do so much research and you're uh, yeah. and you're trying to figure it out, mm-hmm. and then you're trying to remember what you saw and. Yeah, it's, it's crazy that way. It's all good. It's all good. It Let's see if good. I have a picture of it here in my notes because I printed off my own notes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn it, Skywalker, you have failed. <laughs> you have failed this city.
0: <laughs> I sure don't. I sure don't.
1: Okay. I don't know what I can do. I'll just Google it later. There you go. But, yeah, I mean, it just... Yeah, it is interesting that yeah, like I said, the fact that I guess they actually are believed serv- were alive when it after it exploded, it was the impact with the ocean right. that killed them.
0: Yeah, I did read. I do and remember I'm reading like, that.
1: To me, that's amazing. Yeah.
0: I mean, so um, I did read that. Uh, um, that they found some new pieces of the actual shuttle in the yeah. ocean. Nearly nearly thirty-seven years after the explosion, they found some more stuff in the ocean. While a TV documentary crew seeking for wreckage of a World War II era aircraft, I was noticed a large human-made object covered partially with sand on the seafloor. Uh, so yeah, they found some actual.
1: It was like wasn't it like a twenty-foot. Like a twenty foot part? Uh
0: this article that I got off of it didn't didn't specify. Uh, I how I big thought it was. yeah,
1: I thought I had read that and I had thought that hey, it said it was like a twenty foot right on twenty foot part, and I'm like, Wow. I would have thought they'd have found all the big stuff like
0: that. You would have thought. Well, it, they probably probably found exactly what they were looking for and decided yeah. that they and were and just know, gonna call it a day from Yeah, there. and
1: I know they had found st- you know, stuff is you know, washed up on the beaches in right. Florida and stuff, you know, years later.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't think you could find it all. I mean, it was pretty Yeah it was pretty devastating from what yeah, happened. Absolutely. I, I didn't realize that until I read it that they that they were all found inside of that compartment. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah I thought
0: all... uh I honestly I thought that with that explosion it was just disintegration for everything. So
1: I can't remember which one it was, but during the rescue, you know, because they were all in there, but one of them floated away. I almost think it was Dick Goby. I think. Oh, really? I think he actually floated away, and they did, They had found him, like, a few days later, you know. Interesting. Yeah, it was, like, weird. I mean, it just, I don't know, this this whole thing, it just. It rattled me. It Still to this day, it rattled Right. And then when I seen, you know, back, I don't remember how many years ago, when Columbia did the same thing, except it was coming back into the earth, you know, it just, it rattled me all over again. Because I'm like, how did this happen?
0: Well, you know, we're dealing with something that, uh, you know, is, uh, I don't know, what's the word? It's, 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 it's a highly vulnerable you know state that we put ourselves in to go to go up into space and come back out of space and you know if this SpaceX thing actually takes shape you're going to see more of these yeah. with more lives on those ships that are going to go up because and, this shit's going to happen you cannot what's the old saying you can't make eggs with you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs yeah, and exactly. this is this right. is this is what this is. Is mm. We had a lot of successful, successful launches. This one wasn't, mm. you know. Yeah. And it could have been avoided 100%.
1: Yeah, you know, and you're right. I mean, it, in anything in life, it happened. But, you know, it's a space shuttle, airplane, cars, mm-hmm. you know. And, yeah, I understand things happen, but I do think. But when I think of, the, of NASA and the space shuttle and rockets, I'm thinking this is high-dollar stuff. And of course, you brought up you know Armageddon and the whole you know sitting right. on made by the cheap and bitter. <laughs> yeah, that that's kind of scary. But, it is very know, scary. You know, but you know it just, it blows my mind that it's not better. I guess.
0: Well, and maybe that's why they shutting up, shutting it completely down. So They're if companies. you ever want to hitch a ride to space, you got to go get a Russia because yeah. they didn't. They're not afraid. No. They just keep. Oh
1: no, and I mean they can start. U.S. can start up their start it up again tomorrow, and you're going to have a line of astronauts that say, I'm going.
0: Oh, yeah. I'll go. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, that's in that part of the... I mean, you know, as a musician, you want to be on stage in front of 50,000 people. As an astronaut, you want to be in space. Yeah. You know, I mean, I get it. So, yeah, I, you know, they they take that risk. They mm-hmm. take that...
1: Uh, you know, God bless them all, you know. I mean, yep. I think it would... If I could get to space, you know, just to check it out and know I'm going to be safe, I'd like to do it. But I'm not real brave about it. You I, know? I don't know, man. I, I don't. Would mind you go? Flights. Would you go to space? If-
0: I don't know. I really don't know. I I think it would be. I mean, you know, it definitely is a bucket list item. Yeah. I mean, you know, but if you had the opportunity, would you take it? In knowing that it could be bad, you know, it could go bad, but. Hmm.
1: I mean, you know, I'm old enough now, you know. I've, you know, I think I've seen and done everything, or not everything I've wanted to do, but you know, I'm to the age I've done a lot so I could die happy. Right. You know, I mean, I other than watching my grandkids grow up, but you know,
0: yep. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh, and that's and that's it. It's like, you know, uh I I I live I live my life with no regrets. I try yeah. not to regret you know, obviously, you know, there might be a concert or two that I didn't go to or there might have been a uh, a celebrity that I didn't talk to or, you know, that you've seen and you didn't chat with or, you know, whatever the case may be. But I, I live my I try to live my life with no regrets and move forward each day into new and new things. But Absolutely. I also try to do things so that I don't have those regrets. Yeah. And if the opportunity presented itself, if Elon Musk stopped into the Golden Mojo Entertainment Complex Later this evening, and said, Hey guys, you want to go to outer space? I got two extra tickets. Uh, you know, I'm going to have to sit and contemplate uh, this yeah, for a little absolutely. bit and uh, and probably take him up on a free ticket because yeah. it's one of those things that you'll never get an opportunity to do again.
1: Do you get permission from the rocker chick? No. Or do no, you ask for no, forgiveness? No, no. We've <laughs> <later>. <laughs> discussed this. We, it's easier to ask for forgiveness
0: than it is to ask for permission. <laughs> That is uh the golden image eighties at gmail dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Send your hate mail right there, uh, there it's, it's all good
1: yeah. <laughs> Well Jeremy, do you want to get into your conspiracy theories? Uh, you know um
0: we talked about this and uh and I actually researched them I researched them but I decided that, and I even asked you just a little bit ago if you actually looked into them, mm-hmm. I decided as as I was researching them that I was not going to feed into that conspiracy for respect for the seven astronauts and the crew members that died. I don't think that that's fair to them. I don't think it's fair to their fair to their family for me to speculate on on some conspiracy theory of the of this disaster so i did as i was doing the research i made that decision that i wasn't yeah. i wasn't going to go there and i was just going to let it go
1: yeah. so. very respectable i can respect that i had a whole rant for conspiracy theory. <laughs> i don't have to do it now so i'm good <laughs>
0: i think the i think conspiracy theory is um important in certain areas uh depending on what we're what we're talking about and i'm sure we'll come across them in in more of our discussions here on oh, the eighties yeah. podcast I'm but sure. um this one I think just out of respect for the for the crew members and their families that i'm yeah. uh, not even going to go there so
1: i totally understand that and yeah. respect it so
0: so there you go there so there you go there you go guys that is our um challenger disaster yeah, it, story
1: it was hard for me to talk about but let me give you a little interesting story my uncle lived in orlando at the time and he's actually got a picture of the challenger going launching before it blew up
0: really yes he was out there with his camera taking yeah pictures?
1: you know because he could see it from his house right so he right. taking a picture you know a little bit of a distance but my,
0: yeah. i got a i got a friend hal west that actually is down in there and he he uh he can see all the launches from his uh, from his apartment that he's at somewhere down in there. I'm not sure exactly where, but he's always posting on on yeah. Facebook about, "Yep, oh, there goes another one." they, okay. launched, they launched another rocket. Yeah,
1: because he. Yeah, cause what he told me, he went out, he took the picture, he walked back in the house, and it blew up.
0: <laughs> if he only would have stayed a couple more minutes longer, watched it. Uh, I don't know. I don't keep know. going. But
1: I don't think I. I don't know. I couldn't have. I wouldn't have wanted to see it live. I. You know, I think
0: that's and a I, once again, you know, that's a that's a memorable moment. I mean, you're not going to change it. It is what no, it happened. Yeah, so, have, you know, I'm not saying that you know you should you know celebrate that you got to see it live. But I mean, it's, I yeah. think it's that moment where you yeah. you did get to see it. You were a part of you know yeah, you you were there, history. You know? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So, I get
1: that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And that'd be tough. I mean, it'd it, be like like any. Disaster, whether it be just watching somebody get run over by a car or mm-hmm. or anything like that. I mean, I've seen that
1: twice. I don't like it. <sighs> I, I'm fortunate
0: have not seen that and did not wish to. That is not on my bucket list. No,
1: absolutely. I don't recommend it.
0: Yeah. 100%. I don't do it. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're going to get out of here. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you did, let us know. It is. The golden image eighties at gmail.com. You know, like review, you know, let us know what you think. Send us an email. You know, we need all the, yeah. all the love we can get. Uh, so tell make me sure I suck. Doing... Whatever I, don't, I do. <laughs> I'm learning. Tell golden Jay to quit talking over Brandon. And no, you that's know... fine. <laughs> <He'd>... <laughs>
1: Yeah, he can talk over me. It's his show, you know.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, this is not my show, big dog. This is your show. I'm just here to help you out. Oh, okay. <laughs> in no. 62 episodes, I'm just going to hand it over. <laughs> all right. That's okay. <laughs> anyway, we want, we really appreciate you guys hanging out with us and, and checking out the uh, Golden 80s podcast. If you like Golden 80s, maybe you like something else in the Golden Moj Entertainment Empire. From The Call Guys, to Golden Image Podcast, to United States Paranormal, to Indiana Chiefs fans. Maybe it's the Court of Books and Booze, or maybe it's murderers We have something for everyone. You can find those in our show notes and anywhere that you stream your favorite podcast. So, feel free to go out and, and check them out. And... You can always email all of them, too. They Every, every one of them have their own email, and uh, we'll be happy to answer any questions, concerns, complaints that you have.
1: Got the website for the merch?
0: I do. Uh, we have a website. It is uh, www.goldenmojoent.com, where... By now, we should have pictures of all the podcasts up oh. on the website. Um, Frankie Vegas looking like Frankie Vegas. Yeah.
1: I'm not very <laughs> photogenic, guys. I'm sorry. It's but everybody be great. else in good looking.
0: <laughs> it's going to be great, man. Uh, and also, we have a shop store on there. So go shop merch for all of the uh, Empire's merchandise there. Well, except Two stops. Two Sop's on a whole different page, but... Uh, They have their own website because they're special. They're Mm. weird that way. But um, all of the other ones, Call Guys, Golden Image, Golden 80s, Murd Nerds, Quarter Books and Boos, Indiana T- Fans, all their merch is in one spot. You just go to goldenmojoent.com and go buy yourself a T-shirt or a really kick-ass Call Guys sweatshirt. Mm.
1: Will somebody buy me a T-shirt because I don't have any money? (laughs) I do not get paid for this. It is
0: true. He doesn't. I'm pretty sure of it because I'd be the one paying him. (laughs)
1: That's the boss. He does Uh, payroll. Yeah, it's true.
0: I I, I do really good payrolls with a lot of zeros. (laughs) All right, guys. Until next time, we're out of here. Later. See ya.